0: on this week's episode of third party control podcast we continue our conversation on tears of the kingdom and some talk on street fighter 6 also the reuse of the metal gear solid 3 voice acting for the new metal gear solid 3 remake and what went wrong with redfall we talk about that and more on this week's episode of third party control podcast let's get it going <laughs> Welcome to Third Everybody Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira
1: with...
0: Beto Esparza. And welcome everyone back to another week of third party tour podcast yes it's the podcast you come to for all the tips tricks all the video game news and topics you you really care about <laughs> welcome back uh yeah it's been quite a week at first I was like oh not not much happened in the world of video games but actually a lot of stuff happened so you know what we're gonna we're gonna get to it so let's do it Bed oh up? Hey,
2: Dad, Hey, 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 hey,
1: hey, 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 do you really care?
0: <laughs> Do you really care? <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about? No. Um It's Flash Friday. <laughs> I uh still
1: playing Zelda. I feel like I'm getting closer to the end now. Oh okay. Uh i I I stopped messing around and started finally going through the bosses, so I did more most of the main bosses I'm still going towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I tried to beat it all yesterday, but I was like, no, nah, this is going to take a really long time. <laughs> You're like, this ain't going to happen. Yeah, so I, I, I stopped, but hopefully I'll play it with, uh, within the next week. I'll be done with it. Um, Man, yeah, it's, it's fun. I still have my issues with it. Like, uh, I don't know if it's my controller or if it's a game that the buttons aren't very responsive. Like, okay,
0: you saying that and has now proven that yes, the yeah. same thing has happened to me. Okay, I felt like what the I, fuck, that's weird. I
1: press a button like, especially while I'm gliding. Like uh-huh. I'm gliding, I I'll bring up the uh, the glider, and then I'll, I'll I'll hit the dive button and nothing happens. I'm like I'll, I'll hit it again, nothing happens. Okay, yeah. well, what the fuck? And then I hit it harder. I'm I'm it's not pressure sensitive, right? But I hit it again. And then it, it goes. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And then I hit the glider to try to glide, and it doesn't respond. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And it it's not just that. It's just multiple things. It's like that when I'm
0: playing, it's just not very responsive. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this happening? I had uh, problems with a uh, sometimes camera. Like, I'm gonna tilt the camera, and it just wouldn't let me tilt it for like that split, like mm-hmm. 1.5 seconds. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? And then and then I was able to, to yeah. turn it. So.
1: Yeah, I guess like, yeah, some weird ones like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still other than the, just I mean, there's some shitty annoying things that happen very frequently. Mm-hmm. It's still a fun game. Mm-hmm. I'm still enjoying it. Um, I I'm just uh, I opened up all the map, looking the entire map, and I just did all the um, pretty much like the main parts of the story. And it's kind of I don't want to spoil it, but there's certain things that you you can complete the game without doing. I don't want to that's all I'm just going to sound like I'm going to say much more mm-hmm. but there's certain things that you like you can finish a game without during uh, during doing certain things in it that you feel like might be necessary to a Zelda game yeah and it's kind of annoying I was like oh that fucking sucks mm-hmm. so um, it's a uh, it's I'm complaining about it but I'm still having fun with it <laughs> it's just minor yeah. things that just annoy me mm-hmm. uh, but yeah that's all I've been playing I didn't really play anything else Um so that's it what about you Joe
2: um, I played a little, I did, I did get a little chance to play a little bit more, um, Breath of the Wild, or Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did I call uh, it that,
1: too? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I think you might I think have I just yeah. said Zelda.
2: Yeah, Te- Tears of the Kingdom. I played a little bit more, um, but I need a, yeah, I didn't, I didn't put a whole lot of focus on it. Um, I did, like I think I told you guys last week, I, I, uh, got the expansion pass, um, for Nintendo and I started playing, uh, Metroid Fusion last week and I ca- could not stop <laughs> I fucking played that like I basically every day I put in I put in time almost every day I had a couple days where I didn't play but yes I put a lot of time into Metroid Fusion and uh what what you know if you've never played a Metroid game ever just sp- probably specifically a 2D or the, the 2D Metroid Fusion is like the perfect starting place yeah it is absolutely the perfect starting place because it is a little different and it is a, it is a, 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 a bit easier than I think a lot of the other Metroids. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it's a hell of a starting ground. I feel like for anyone that hasn't played a Metroid game, um, uh, very cool. Just like I love it, though. You know, collecting all your abilities and doing everything and just like exp- even though it is kind of a linear game, like it's you know you have a, a which I feel like doesn't happen a lot in, in Metroid games, where it tells you where to go, basically. Like, mm-hmm. here, go to this room. Um, it'll it'll tell you where to go, but how you you know how you choose to get there, how you get there, you kind of kind of figure out yourself. But um, it's still very cool, you know. There's still still typical like for Metro hidden hidden uh, areas and uh, hidden little paths to find stuff. So um, yeah, man. I, and I'm at the end of it. I'm already I've already gotten I'm I'm almost done with it. I'm, I think I'm in one of the last few sections now. Really, really cool. I remember playing it back in the day, like I said on the on the I think on, on GameCube with the Game Boy Advance player thingy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I really like it, so I definitely want to um, play this. And I gotta, you know, obviously it makes me want to play Dread. I want to play Metro Dread. and um, I know the Super NES version Super Metro is there, so I might play that too because um, I never did finish that either. I don't even. I think I might have played it like a couple of times when I was a kid, and that's it. So. Uh, I want to go back and play that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean it's, uh, you know, everyone talks about Metroidvania games, but then, you know, it's kind of cool to just actually play a Metroid game again and be like, oh, yeah, that's why
1: they call these games Metroidvania. Yeah. Because, you know, that's that's really been it for me, like this
2: week. I played some Zelda, like I said Zelda, and I played Future.
0: Jesse, what about you? For me this week, after 95 hours, I have completed Breath of the Wild 2 Tears of the Kingdom. That's it. That's all I want to say. Yeah. I finished oh. it. <laughs> I finished it. Uh, I, d- you know what? I don't want to talk too much about it. Cause I, I am really excited to do, you know, when we're all finished with it, just a, a huge discussion on it. I, I, you know, I went through the game, I completed it and, and I wanted to finish it for multiple reasons, but I also wanted to go, I, I still want to go back and complete things that I didn't get to complete in my first playthrough. But I mean, I think all in all, if, to just kind of give a summary of, of my experience with it. All at all at the end of the day, at the end of the game, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. It was fun. Uh yeah, that's all I want to say. Until <laughs> until uh, we get to do a, a whole spoiler talk about the whole the whole play our playthroughs of it. Because I'm still I'm to in, in all honesty I didn't do a lot. I think I messed around for 50 hours. Yeah. Fifty hours was just messing around and then it, after the 50 hours I was like alright I gotta start doing story stuff and the rest, like, 45 hours were story. So, but, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom, completed it, finished it, and I wanted to finish it, I wanted to complete it because as the time we are recording this, Street Fighter 6 has released for all consoles, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, I think Xbox One as well, PS4, and Steam PC and I had some time with it, I had a good two, two and a half hours today and I wanted to play through World Tour Mode because I was really excited to go through World Tour Mode to try it out because I had a taste of it during the um, demo that they ended up releasing last month but my niece saw me and said what are you playing and I said oh I'm gonna start Street Fighter 6 and she goes can I play can I play with you and I'm like sure so we went through that and, and I thought okay this is perfect I'm going to give her, I think what the new control mode is modern controls or dynamic controls, which is just three buttons to do special moves and stuff. So she's little. So I'm like, okay, because there's been times I've played games with her and you know, you'll play, you'll play a game and you'll just let them hit you and they're just hitting one button and you're like, oh, this gets kind of boring because you're just allowing it or you kind of try to show them how to do certain things, but they're mostly just hitting one button. This was pretty cool because she was able to hit buttons and do things and get really excited by seeing the stuff she was pulling off. And her going, Haha, I beat you!" And she would get like really she close. Beat you? Yeah, she she would you get. She re- <laughs> <suck. laughs> She would get really close, and then I would I would uh, beat her. But then like sometimes I'd let her beat me. But then sometimes she's coming at me let so her fast. Beat me. I'm not done talking she'd come at me so fast that I she would fucking beat me and I was like damn but it was it was fun because it wasn't boring for me and it was exciting for her yeah. it wasn't like okay I'm gonna let her be a little bit I'm gonna let her win this round I'm gonna let her win that one when it was like something before you know something uh, um, it, in other games like if i played another fighting game with her or whatever or any competitive game because you know, she's little she doesn't know much but she's learning as she goes if that she was plays. me
1: if that was me i would have beat the shit out of her <laughs> and then beat her in street well, fighter.
0: There, there were a couple of times I, I i was like okay i don't like how many times i'm losing so i'm just gonna <laughs> go i'm gonna go hard but th- what's cool is like what i like about the switch too just going off street fighter for a little bit um the joy cons she, she has tiny hands of course it's cool to give her the joy-con because then she can hold it like it's not too large because even with joy i gave her the joy-con yeah going off as of of street fighter oh i'm just talking about that Uh it's cool with the switch she can use a joy-con yeah where she was using a ps5 controller and it's too too big but she could still hit buttons and i think it makes it easier for her to hit the three buttons she needs and she can mess with the the analog stick was she hitting buttons
1: like a fight stick or like the bump
0: I, I was looking it looked like her thumb because oh. she held on to it she understands to hold it yeah but what was cool is she was starting to get when I said okay because once you beat it when you're playing against another person you go down to select new character like each person has to go to select new character and she learned after me going hit down and X and she saw it said X she got it down X and so I didn't have to ask her again to do that type of stuff but it was cool it was it was cool to have that and her, her to actually feel like she's doing something and being able to, to, I guess, compete. I don't know if she understands fully, but she is having a a fun time. So I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool having those different uh, ways of playing. I think it's classic mode, which is a classic um, button layout. Then there's modern, and then there's uh, dynamic. And I think dynamic is the easier one and modern gives you a bit more. Uh, Went into world tour. I had my character that I created from the demo I continued from there and you have to start over again the first chapter in World tour mode you can only play modern control, so you can't go to classic until you beat the first chapter, which is less than 10 minutes Once you do that you can change to classic mode and going from there being being able to explore metro city get in fights with people level up your character strengthen your your, um, Either your punches, add uh, an extra combination of, of the gauge and everything, uh, adding new moves, that was really cool. And then, it, it starts off, what I thought was really cool with World Tour, of uh, the two and a half hours I played of it, is it's slowly teaching you. So it's not showing you any of the drive gauge stuff yet, it's not showing you overheating any of that, it's slowly progressing you as you go so you can learn it as you're fighting people in the city. And meeting other characters, exploring the city, and then when you go to characters like the next, after you play Luke, you get to go talk to Chun-Li, and from there you learn her moves. And once she becomes one of your other masters, you can actually add whatever moves you want from Luke and Chun-Li into your fighting style. So you can actually choose, do you want to have the stance of Chun-Li or the stance of Luke, but still be able to do spinning bird kick. So it's cool cause it's kind of teaching you how to be a charge character, but then you can also have the uh, quarter circle stuff of Luke. So you can have a mixture of your characters, but you're also learning different styles of characters. And yeah, uh, exploring the world, uh, getting into fights and sometimes people will, it felt like very Yakuza-y. Cause some people will attack you. Some gangs will go and uh-huh. run after yeah, yeah, yeah. you. That was neat. Uh, going and exploring the world and grabbing things like money or other uh, things to level up. Or have enough currency to purchase like gear and stuff. That was neat. The only... I don't know if it's a problem. It is a problem. If you're playing on a fight stick, you can. Completely cool. Play on a fight stick. It's fine. But since it's an open world-ish city... There's no right stick on a fight stick. So the only way to turn the camera is to hold down R1, and then you use uh, the square or triangle to move left or right. After a while, you get it. That's cool. But once you're exploring, and like, oh, you're going to go up a ladder, and then uh, I'm going to use Chun-Li's Speeding Bird Kick to go across this area to reach another height. You'll get there, but sometimes you'll fall off a ledge because you're moving the camera, and you fall off or do this. So even after two hours it's still it's still kind of cumbersome to kind of do that It fighting on a fight stick yeah so if you're doing world tour mode it's a bit easier i feel on a control pad but then if you want to use a fight stick and get good with a fight stick to learn shit in world tour mode you kind of want a fight stick so i don't know if there's i don't know if there's a way to just do ha- like have the controller with you and then when you get into combat just go into your your fight stick yeah. i wonder if you can do that i don't think so it does but that'd be cool if you could but so far, going around the city, Metro City, uh, basically, like, it's kind of like turn-based combat, but you're fighting characters. You get into fights, like brawl fights, but it's a it's like a, a match. And then when you fight actual bosses, it turns into an actual... You'll have your regular gauge and everything all set up there. So, yeah, World Tour's uh, pretty good. I liked it. It's been, it's been fun. I, I spent more time in World Tour mode. Because, again, it just came out today. And I played a couple of characters. I played uh, with Ken, who's one of my favorites, and Cammie. And right now with using them, it's just like, shit, I really (laughs) got to learn how to use these. Because they feel different. They feel familiar. But, like, execution, you're just like, shit, timing. Everything with how you do parries now, like, there's a risk. I don't want to say risk-reward, but I, I just can't get parries down right now yeah all this stuff so but so far it's been it's been cool no man r- right now i don't know it's, it's exciting street fighter 6 i'm having a good time it's a great time to be a fighting game fan right now though that's pretty much it for me this week uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back so see you in a bit
1: Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez.
0: Nintendo has announced party game sequel, Everybody 1-2-Switch. Set for release on June 30th, the title is a follow-up to 1-2-Switch, which was released in March of 2017 as a launch title for the Nintendo's latest console and has gone to sell over 3.5 million copies. The game, which Nintendo has reportedly been sitting on for over a year, is now available for pre-order from the eShop priced at $29.99. Get together in a group and compete in a host of weird and wonderful mini-games, featuring everything from balloons to aliens and more, reads an official product description. In those games, you'll use your Joy-Con controllers or smart device in fun and unique ways, earning points for your team in time-honored fashion. The team with the most points gets the claim to claim the glory. Nintendo said it plans to share more information about the game in the near future. Fanbyte first reported on Everybody one Switch last June at the time. It said the title had a game show-like theme and might support up to 100 players. Rather than simply adding more mini-games for the sequel, it claims Nintendo's EPD Group 4 wanted to set new game apart from, the new game apart from its predecessor, which supports up to two players. It's said to have eventually settled on a direction inspired by Jackbox Games, developers of the Jackbox Party Pack series, which includes a variety of games playable by large groups using phones, tablets, keyboards, or controllers. Fanbite claims that the game features a bipedal horse with the appearance of a man wearing a rubber animal mask, who acts as a host and commentates on some modes, including the flagship team battle mode, seemingly backing up the report. This character is featured in a promotional image released by Nintendo but Joe what do you guys think of everybody one two switch i don't know who I don't really care um it'd,
1: it'd be it would show the I mean if it does show the haptic feedback because one to switch used it really well the hD uh, rumble yeah the hD rumble uh so for this i mean it's, it it's it'll be really, the second time they show it yeah all. but uh it makes me feel like I'm not sure how much they'll have it because it's thing you use uh, your smart devices yeah yeah so i'm, I'm not sure how, how how much they'll they'll use that
0: maybe if you s- choose certain specific games that only use the controller yeah and like the smart devices will just be like when you maybe log in or or but I, next kind of thing i maybe? feel like
1: there may be enough time to where they're like oh how about we just not use it at all yeah And they're like, people already forgot that that's in there, so let's not (laughs) use those. Or
0: or it could be like if the the app knows that one person has a, uh, let's say, the controller, it could say like that person has to guess how many balls they feel that are in there, and then you have to choose yes or no. So that's what everyone else has to do. Like Mm -hmm. one person has, you get what I'm saying? Like one person has it, and it's just like... Why does it feel like slime or water? You know, kind of dumb shit. And it's like, hey, water. And I'm not mean, not making then, shit
1: up. Then you do that and it just feels like every other kind of similar game like that.
0: True, but I mean, it's it would be something unique compared to the Jackbox games. Mm, really? It is unique, What's don't you don't think so? What do you it's mean? The control- take a controller
1: away, it's the same fucking game.
0: But, but no, but like, how's the difference of just using a tablet and you're like, draw a funny picture and everyone's going to draw dicks. Yeah. It's the same thing in every game. Yeah. Draw a dick. Does this feel like a dick with HD rumble you can feel dicks.
1: (laughs) You feel it flexing.
0: Flexing it. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm just using it as an example. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do.
1: No, yeah, but I mean, it just doesn't interest me. I don't don't care for this. Yeah, Uh, but what do you
0: think hearing it though? Like hearing about
1: it? It doesn't interest me. I said it doesn't. I don't care for it. Like it's uh, the... It it came out the first time it was nice. Like it it should have been included with the console. Mm -hmm. Like everybody thinks. Um, It was fun for that time but for them to come out Fucking seven years, six, eight years later yeah. than now uh, from the original release. It's, uh, yeah, it's. Mm, the time's passed.
0: It's uh, done. For a
1: sequel, yeah. It should
0: have come out a year after.
1: I, even if that, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been interested in it anyway.
0: Joe, what do you think?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta agree with that. I don't really care mm-hmm. uh, about this one, two, switch thing. I just. Uh, I remember the first one, it just doesn't interest me. It never really. Is. It's never kind of been my thing. So it's like, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, that's cool for people that like it, though. I mean, do you I think? Got, I got no beef against it. Do
0: you, do you think this has the potential to actually be something unique?
2: Maybe. I would honestly say, since we're coming at the tail end of the of the uh, of this the cycle mm-hmm. for the console, probably not. Honestly,
1: but could be wrong, you
0: know. Yeah, I remember only playing one two switch once. And that was when a, a buddy of yours, Bethel, let us borrow it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought you bought it, but
1: I remember no. he let me borrow it, yeah.
0: No, I never bought it because yeah, it was yeah. $50. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to pay $50. Yeah. And I always said, you know what? By the end of the Switch's life, it'll be like dirt cheap. $20, 20 $10 or whatever. It's still 50 if you yeah, can find it. It's, it's still expensive. Yeah. And then this one's 30 And it's like, why, why was the other one 50 <laughs> But it don't matter. It don't matter. I don't know. I just think, okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah. It'd be nice if it was something fun and it catched on. I liked ideas from it and you can do certain things, but if they're heading more toward I didn't even read that article until the time I read it right now. And them kind of taking a an approach of a jackbox type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's something different. Maybe it just doesn't have any gimmick control stuff and it just basically is a jackbox thing. Yeah. Jackbox thing using your phone because they know everyone has a phone. And then it the only difference is instead of playing jackbox games on your switch and drawing penises on there you'll play everybody one two switch with an official nintendo game and everyone draws penises on that because everyone's making penises on tears of the kingdom so penises are everywhere yeah i was i was surprised i think i texted you guys i was i first jokingly was just like i never played the I have to play the first one in a way it was like a joke supposed to be like i haven't played the first one so i can't play this new one. Kind oh, of i didn't understand that yeah judge. but then <laughs> i realized no 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 yeah yeah but then i realized i'm like oh that doesn't make sense how i approached it yeah. uh but then when i started thinking about it i was like oh yeah they made a sequel to one two switch but still haven't made a punch out game
1: <laughs> why did they call it two three switch that's why it's not gonna do good it can't be like one two switch two
2: also, speaking of punch-out, I, I know you guys saw my little rant yesterday, and I still hold fucking true to that.
1: Explain your how rant. How many fucking, how many, how many, Nintendo will never do
2: us the fucking solid of releasing another punch-out game anytime fucking soon. Like, and even if they do, it'll just be like, here, um, because what what could have been fucking easier than to like, they could have released <laughs> a shit ton of fucking mobile punch-out games. Hell, they could have fucking re-released The old Punch-Out games, as mobile fucking games, and made, like... And probably would have made money off those games. I don't even have interest in doing that yet. You know, we're we're here with Jesse telling us, like, Ever the Optimist telling us, they're going to do it one of these days. They're not going to do it, Jesse. They fucking hate us when it comes to Punch-Out.
0: The way Joe... You know what? And the way Joe told me that yesterday was not the malicious way he usually tells me on this podcast, but, like, in a sympathetic, like... Bro, they're never gonna do it And I was like You know okay. what This is the first time no, no joking This is the first time I was just like Shit it's never gonna happen <laughs> It's never gonna fucking happen it In our lifetime was an, an
1: it, was a, it was an
2: avenue I never really thought of For some reason Until then I was like Fuck man I mean there's like A bunch of shit On the fucking uh, uh, iPhone games That basically in that style That one what the fuck was that one iPhone game where you were like a, a knight or something like that? And
1: you oh, yeah. You oh, know, they had like yeah. some of those
2: fucking games. Yeah, and I was, like, Cliffy, it's basically Cliffy basically it. Yeah, and I was like, it's basically fucking punch Infinity, out. Infinity
1: Blade or something like that? Something like that.
2: Some shit like that. And it was fucking punch out. And it's like, man, they did that. And like, you guys can't do a fucking punch out? Yeah. Like, you did Run, you did fucking uh, the, the the Mario Kart. Uh game like can't yeah, just do like it would have been
0: so easy. But they do everybody <laughs> one 2 switch. Yeah. Now there there was physical editions of everybody one two switch went up on the Nintendo eShop or not eShop, sorry. The Nintendo store, like physical ones. And and guess how okay, so the digital is thirty bucks. How much do you think the physical is? Fifty. Joe? Thirty nine ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety nine? Thirty bucks really yeah same price as the digital i was surprised and i was close to buying it because i thought oh this is exclusive it's gonna they're not gonna make little copies and i'm just gonna have it as a collector's like oh they never made a ton of copies but they never said it was um store exclusive so i didn't (laughs) they still haven't said anything on that so i don't know if it's coming out physical on any other place but i just wanted to bring that up no big deal though betel sit down Because one of your favorite video game creators of your favorite franchises, something really bad happened and I need you to sit down. Are you sitting down?
1: I'm sitting down.
0: Sonic the Hedgehog co-creator Yuji Naka faces a prison sentence of two and a half years and a fine of over 1.2 million for his part in insider trading scheme at Square Enix. Abima Times reports that at Tokyo District Court on Thursday, prosecutors demanded that Naka serve a prison term of two years and six months. The prosecutor's office also ordered a fine of 2.5 million yen and a supplementary penalty of 170 million, claiming Naka showed no signs of remorse. His defense has requested that the fine be reduced and sentenced be suspended. A final decision is expected to be made on July 7th. Naka was charged with violating Japanese Financial Instruments and Exchange Act by illegally buying shares based on inside information. He pled guilty to charges in March, saying that there was no doubt he was guilty in taking part in the insider training scheme. After his arrest on November 2022, it was alleged that Naka, who was working on Balan Wonderland for Square Enix at the time, was made aware that the Japanese developer Aiming was working on a new Dragon Quest mobile game called Dragon Quest Tact before it was officially announced. He then reportedly bought approximately 10,000 shares of aiming stock for around 2.8 million yen, with the intention of selling them once the game was announced and aiming stock value had increased. Naka was arrested for the second time in December relating to allegations that he had carried out similar insider trading after learning confidential confidential information that Square was planning uh, to make Final Fantasy VII The First Soldier with mobile developer A-Team Entertainment.
1: Beto, Joe, what do you guys think? Uh, you know what? I think Yuji is not gonna make any video <laughs> games for a while.
0: How long did you have that in your back pocket? For a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe? Um,
2: no, yeah, I agree. I think he's probably gonna he's gonna gonna take a bit of a uh, an extended vacation uh,
0: to a location he probably doesn't want to be. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. It's crazy, man. Yeah. The 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 Papa the Papa of, Sp- uh, of Spider-Man <laughs> of Sonic <laughs> uh, is going to jail. Wow, hey man, he did it to himself. Yeah, that's what, I just wanted to bring that, that was up. That's the
1: first time I'm hearing about this like insider trading like video games already in a while. Yeah, really, just imagine so Barbara. He's, was it Bar- was it was that bitch then Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart, yeah.
0: And just imagine the people who got away with it. Yeah, you know, and they're just like, yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> look what he did. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to kind of bring that back up because that was news that recently came out this week. And we, I think the last we talked about it was last year, you know, was it really? Yeah, we I talked about it around last year, yeah, because it was whenever it's that his second one they said, I think it was November, that was the last time we talked about it, so. The Super Mario Bros. movie has reportedly become the second highest grossing animated film ever at the global box office. According to The Numbers, a site which collates movie ticket sales data, the Mario movie has grossed a lot at cinemas worldwide since its release in early April. That means it's overtaken Disney's Frozen and trails only Frozen 2 on the list of the highest grossing animated films of all time. Do you guys want to know what the top 10 animated films of all time are? Sure. Frozen 2. Uh-huh. is number 1 Electric Super Mario Brothers the movie is number 2 uh, and then it's Frozen is number 3 the first one what do you guys if you had to guess what number 2 is Toy Story 3 no but it is on the list uh, Incredibles uh, 2 is two? number 4 that fucking movie sucked dude. <laughs> uh, number 5 is Minions number 4 is Toy Story or sorry number 6 is Toy Story 4 number 7 is Toy Story 3 Number 8 is Despicable Me, 3, number 9 is Finding Dory and number 10 is Zootopia. Zootopia? Yeah. I you know what? Honestly, I'm so surprised. Oh, I, I guess I'm not. I'm not surprised, but I never watched these. Never watched Minions or Despicable Me, so. Um it's, but a lot, what? Of, a
1: lot of illumination. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically this is a this is a list dominated by illumination and Disney. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, Pixar, you want to say Disney and Pixar. Yeah. Cause I think the only, yeah, you know what? Even the only, the top Pixar one is Incredibles too. Wow, I wouldn't have thought that. I yeah. wouldn't have Thought that. Wow. That's cool. But uh, what do you guys think?
1: Yeah, it's cool. I mean, get a get a sequel for that. And yeah. I'm sure, dude. I feel like it's not going. It's going to be sequels that we're going to be wolves. getting. Yeah.
0: So, Joe, um, you had watched uh Super Mario Brothers the movie. You loved it. And this is done gangbusters for Nintendo and Illumination. It's done so well with everything that they earned, with how well this film did. Do you think this gives them more confidence to greenlight other films? Even though they're probably not going to come out for the next 15 years, do you think this gives them confidence just to greenlight stuff for future, for the future?
2: Possibly. However, I, I legitimately, like, yeah, because, I mean, of course the talk is going to be, though, no. What else can we do with the world? The world of Nintendo, basically. You know, I'm sure they're going to have
1: ideas for every one of their IPs. You know, saying, "Hey, let's consider it" or "Let's let's look into it is different
2: than actually having it made. You know, and I don't and I don't know if uh, I, I think obviously to me the natural the natural uh, order would be. You know, if you're going to spin something off, it would be Luigi's Mansion. I think that would be the one with the most, uh, I, in my opinion, with the most appeal, with the character that's already in the game uh, or in the movie. Um, but I think uh, obviously first is the sequel. I think that's going to be their first, their first uh, figure to do a sequel and then go from there. But you know, and again, what what we see in the sequel too will also tell us. Oh, okay, are they going to, you know, will they spin off things? Like, will we see other characters we haven't seen before? Possibly characters that aren't Super Mario related. I mean, you know, we've got, we've had Donkey Kong in the game, which wasn't really a Super Mario World, Super Mario Brothers character, but, you know, obviously they're, they're just based off of the games, the older games and stuff like that. They're, they're, you know, there's a connection there. Or possibly... Maybe that's the route. Maybe it is going to be Donkey Kong because that they was featured so prominently. I don't know, but I think first and foremost will be obviously the sequel because that's going to be the easiest money.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's very I, it's the least amount of risk, and we all know. Let's face it, Hollywood loves easy money, and and yeah,
2: the executives are lazy. They're not going to want to fucking risk uh, a spinoff next when they know they can print money with. Or as, even if it does not as good, it's still going to make money, you know, with a, a direct
0: sequel. Even if the sequel isn't good, I I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm confident enough to say that the sequel, even though like maybe it might not be as favored as the first one, will will also get criticisms for just being a movie to launch these other films. Because we'll get a tease for Luigi's Mansion, we'll get a tease for Donkey Kong, we'll get a tease for Yoshi's Story or something. Yeah. I think I think again, and it could be even better than the first one. We don't know. That's that's a future, that's a future thing we'll, we'll find out. But I I could see the second one being launch points for the other films. Could be, yeah. The upcoming Metal Gear Solid 3: Snake Eater remake will reuse the voice lines from the original game. Announcing Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater last week, Konami said it will star the original voice characters, rich storyline, and expansive features of combat survival in harsh environments evolved with unprecedented graphics and immersive sound. Tommy Williams, Konami's head of communications for America, has now confirmed to The Verge that the remake will reuse the voice lines from the original game with no changes. Unless plans change, this seemingly rules out the original voice actors returning to record any new dialogue for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC release, which is being co-developed with Virtuous. Konami has also confirmed that neither Hideo Kojima nor Kojima Productions is involved in Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. So my opinion going into this Beto you were right I you just said are they just going to reuse the voice acting and I just assumed no I think they I want to say they did say that they were probably going to do new ones but you were right they, they're they just reusing the game voice which is um <laughs> very it feels very Konami like yeah, just like let's very just fucking very re- fucking <laughs> lazy <laughs> here's, yeah. the, here's the thing I, I fucking I, I highly doubt cause I think you're going to probably hear I haven't heard anything yet from people but I guarantee you, you're going to hear, and and maybe, it could be a possibility, you're going to hear people say, hey, they'll probably reuse uh, clips that they had already previously recorded and edited to the game. I highly fucking doubt that Konami yeah. even what? has that anymore. They're just like, fuck, we got to whip it. Even, didn't
1: even think of that. All, all
0: they're doing right now is the one guy, this whole year's job is to hold a tape recorder next to playing Metal Did Gear and it? record every fucking <laughs> voice because they don't have the fucking yeah. data for it. I highly doubt these motherfuckers have anything that was like maybe something recorded voice recordings that were not used, like cut out, that could be used for the remake. I highly doubt they have that. I highly doubt. I think they lost it. They threw it away, whatever. All that shit. So just hearing this makes me think like, oh, okay, that already puts a kind of like, okay, so your, your effort is basically just changing the gameplay and graphics. The story's great already. That's cool, you know. Like, don't change it. Fine, I get it. But I think the exciting thing about these remakes, when you, even stuff like Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 4, any of these remakes, is just experiencing experiencing them again for the first time in a whole different way. And that includes voice acting. That includes you know, change like not changes to the voice cast, but but just new interpretations, new ways of, of experiencing things, dude. Even Resident Evil 4, like, remake was awesome because not only did you get some of the lines that you fell in love with in the original game, but, like, it was a whole new game because there was so much more dialogue. Dialogue was able to be made less cheesy, but still have the corniness to it. Like, but never, yeah, but never lose that. You know, it, it, so, that's the benefit of it. And I know probably there's people defending it going like, well, don't, you should never change me Like, you could change shit for fun or make it any way you want I don't know I just already just just, you know we never had confidence in Konami really putting 100% effort into this title Uh, and then so far with this news just kind of confirms like yeah they're they're doing what Konami does fucking farming this shit out I don't know what do you guys think
1: yeah no I I had that feeling that they were gonna do that and they're gonna go uh, go the lazy route um yeah I mean I'm not not surprised
2: it's exactly par for course for Konami I think this, like you said, is just showing the amount of effort they're going to put into this. Um, And I think, honestly, we're going to get a shitty fucking... It's going to be... I'm not saying it's bad, but it's going to be a lazy fucking remake. Yeah. Anyone expecting... Anyone expecting a fucking good remake is not going to get it. And honestly, seriously, I think... I don't think shit like this, like, knowing Konami, knowing what they've fucking done, I honestly would not give them my money to support this kind of shit mm-hmm. honestly like I get you know oh I get the argument there's already enough remakes well, what's the difference between this and fucking like you said Resident Evil but Resident Evil games those games had actual you know they were redone in a way that like you know they really
0: they effort you saw the effort yeah right and yeah
2: I get it you're you're, you're, you're still retreading something that was already done but there's the amount of effort I don't believe in Konami to put the kind of effort necessary to create a good game the last few games they've done they've tried to do same thing even metal gear solid 5 which was supposed to be fucking you know the 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 that that swan swan song for uh kojima was basically fucking hindered because of how quickly they wanted it released because that was what konami wanted right and it was yeah. basically i don't want to say it was unfinished but it wasn't he didn't get to do everything he wanted to do with it because they were like not nah, needs to go I mean, why, like I said, like, they continually do this, and then to take one of their better, one of the better games of, of they have in their catalog, and be like, we want to get on in it too, but then start off right away being like, oh, but we're going to just reuse shit. It's just like, the, um, it's not going to be good in my opinion, and it's like, I think honestly, people shouldn't waste their fucking time with it.
1: All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the
0: break. Gentlemen, we heard a lot of stuff about this title. Redfall, which was not received really well, which came out disastrously undercooked. Some light was shed on some new information that came out. A new report claims to shed light on the circumstances that resulted in Redfall's disappointing release last month. Following several delays, the first major Xbox exclusive from Bethesda released with a number of technical issues and generally reviewed poorly. Redfall is a multiplayer looter shooter, a genre that's new to creator Arcane Studios, which is best known for its critically acclaimed single-player immersive sims like Dishonored and Prey. According to a new Bloomberg report, the game development was hampered by a lack of clear direction, a high turnover of staff, and significant resources for what was billed as a AAA game. The report, which is based on the accounts of over a dozen anonymous sources who worked on the title, said that the project started development in 2018 after being pitched to staff as a multiplayer Arcane game. Some members reportedly found the pitch confusing and felt unsure that the sort of gameplay Arcane was known for would translate well to a co-op setting. The game reportedly suffered because its development team was continually understaffed, with Arkane's Austin office employing fewer than 100 people and insufficient outsourcing support offered by Bethesda. Many experienced developers who weren't interested in making a multiplayer game reportedly left the studio with almost three-quarters of the Austin staff who had worked on the 2017 Prey said to have been departed Arcane by the time Redfall was finished. Arcane is said to have been experienced difficulties filling vacancies with lower than average salaries in Texas locations and the desire of perspective and employees to work on a single-player immersive sim viewed as contributing factors. When development of the game started, Bethesda's then-parent company ZeniMax was reportedly pushing its studio to develop live-service titles, and according to Bloomberg, Redfall had a ins- significant microtransactions planned to place for three years before it was scrapped in 2021. The same year microsoft acquired ZeniMax in a 7.5 billion deal some of arcane's staff reportedly hoped that xbox makers might cancel redfall or reboot it as a single player game however microsoft took something of a hands-off approach to bethesda's game development studios as xbox boss phil spencer acknowledged in a recent kind of funny game interview we didn't do a good job early on in engaging arcane austin to really help them understand what it meant to be a part of xbox and part of the first party and use some of the internal resources to help them move along that journey even faster, he said. We left them to work on games. They were a very talented team. I love that team, I still do, and I will totally bet on them to do another great game. We should have been there for Redfall, Harvey Smith and the team earlier. I think that's on us, he continued, and then through the process, it's an Unreal Engine game." We have a bunch of studios that have done some really great work on Unreal over the years and I think we were too late to help it when they had certain issues. Again, this was all reported by um, Jason Schreier. And uh, to kind of end this uh, with a little cherry on top, it's what we hear every time this type of stuff happens. Hey guys, we're going to make it with some of that arcane magic at the end. Bethel Joe... What do you guys think? In this type of stuff, we've heard this story over and over again with many studios. Especially this one where we're hearing more about the staff saying that this isn't something they wanted to make. But heads of the studio were like, no, we're doing this. What do you guys think? We've been here before. First and foremost,
2: I mean, I you know, call this an, uh, a, what do you call it, a, a, maybe an unpopular uh Opinion, but like you're you're hired at a company to do a job, regardless of whether there's a fucking game is something you want to make or not. Mm-hmm. You know, if the company decides to make the game, you fucking work on it. I've never been to play. You know, I don't know the world. We fucking quit. And it sounds like a bunch of people did, but yeah, you know, you're. You know, we don't want to work on this game. Well, do we'll shit. That's
1: not really, you know, if you're lower-level coder or this or that, I don't mean, so?
2: <laughs> I don't know what else to say to
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: my second opinion. I feel, having played Dishonored, I know Dishonored got a lot of critical uh, love and was reviewed really well. I personally never saw Arcane the studio, as highly as other people did, I I I don't know. Like, I thought I thought Dishonor was good, but I also found a lot of issues with it, and wasn't interested. And it didn't like I wasn't interested in playing another one after I played it. So like when Redfall was like Arcane's working on it, I was like, oh that's cool. I didn't honestly have a shit ton of like expectations or hype for this so when it came yeah. out I was like, it's not good, okay like, I just don't see Arcane as that great of a fucking studio, like, they're they're their games like, the Sonic like it was good, but nothing screamed out like oh man, this is gonna be so fucking awesome or, this is as great it could, as but,
0: Assassin's Creed you know, so I just like, Arcane
2: is like I don't, yeah, like, I don't know I feel like they were like, overrated in a lot of ways, like when when this got announced and who was working on it I was like oh okay and like it, it's not all that surprising to me especially because again it's a new a uh, uh, new game new new genre all this other shit but like I don't know I guess I, like I said like I did not think it was that
0: fucking great I agree with you I never thought they were that great look you know people like their games that's awesome I think I played the first Dishonor and got bored within like the first two hours and I was like, ah, I beat it, cool. but like I said, I didn't want to play a
2: second you one afterwards. And after I was done, I was like, oh, that's
0: good. You got farther than I did, <sighs> sir. Um, but I think you know what? I, I get what you say by unpopular opinion. Um, but I think a lot of the blame, too. Again, I don't. I don't make games. I don't. I don't make it. So I, I'm not saying that this would have been the magical thing that would have fixed everything. Uh, I think you have to have leadership that can, like, yes, the team doesn't want to do this, but like, hey, this is our vision this is what we do. Your leadership, you have to lead. You have to lead the team. You have to show them, like, you know, hey, let's try something different. Let's not just fall on our laurels. Let's not just do what we always do. Let's try something different. It sounds like you didn't have that type of leadership at that studio. So I think a lot of, uh, it's not like, oh, it's Microsoft's fault. It is, I think it's the heads of the studios who were to blame. We're the team. And the team, yeah, oh, yeah. the team like, to do it, you know, like, I, I think I you, feel like, uh-huh. No,
2: I feel like it sounds a lot like they just. It sounds to me, like uh, I know this maybe going for reach, but it's like when they go, like, you hey, know, we do not want to make this game. It's like, what? You just want to make this under three? Yeah. Is that all you're good at making? Like,
0: I, and it's I think, like, yeah. And
2: I know I'm just gonna say, and I think possibly to add to this, when you know you hear Microsoft uh, talk about the game and like their 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 issues, I think maybe possibly Microsoft had too much faith in Arcane and yeah. Bethesda then Arcane to fucking do it, and we're like, yeah. oh, they got this. They made this game, which... You know, again, I... You know, like, going back to that game, it's like... People praise it, and I see a lot of praise for that game, but I was like, it's okay. I just, you know, like... I don't think it's as fucking great as everyone says, and it doesn't mean, and it also never gave me that, like, this is a fucking rock-solid studio. I don't think Arcane was the studio to be like, this is gonna be the studio that brings our next AAA game. Just never... I never really... You know... (laughs) felt like they were capable i really didn't ever even consider this to be a triple a game
0: well i think i think i think a lot of that too has to do with um it's just the name because yes arcane's a, arcane's a part of the no, no no but even like arcane is part of the studio that works for bethesda i think people are more yeah. holding like bethesda when like when i hear bethesda i think game doesn't work yeah. glitches yeah. You know, for a lot of other people though, when they hear Bethesda, they to them it's quality and it's the favorite it's their favorite company ever. And you know what? That's cool. If that's what you like, that's awesome. But when I hear about them, I hear that. I don't hear Arcane, that's a studio they own. But I no, I, I agree with you, Joe. I mean I think a lot of that too is is, is also the staff of, of people who didn't want to work on that title and
2: then you're saying like a bunch of them left so it's like you already had a studio who in my opinion was questionable Mm. even with the 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 core team they had making these other games and then they leave it's like yeah this isn't surprising and then maybe there was maybe like you're saying there were issues of like the lack of communication between the studio and the publisher and microsoft you know like maybe between Arcade and, and, and Bethesda, which which wouldn't surprise me, I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? And then it getting to the top, going up higher, like, you know, with Microsoft, I could see that happening. But, you know, and the thing is, it's funny, like, people made a big deal about this game right now. Like, they're like, this was the first AAA channel, but, like, honestly, for me, I never saw it as a AAA title. So, like, seeing it fall flat, I'm just, like... I mean me personally I was already just like yeah, I'm probably not gonna play I wasn't gonna play it anyways. Yeah. I'm sure some people were excited for it and were like thinking well probably people that were desperate to play something on on on, uh, on Xbox were like, This is gonna be great and then it sucked and it's like, well, you know I don't know,
0: like <laughs> People it, are going, This is the Halo killer It's like, you know Halo's on Xbox, right?
2: <laughs> I saw fucking one trailer of the Redfall and I was kinda like, uh, that looks kinda cool and then like anything I saw after was just like, Yeah, I'm not interested.
1: Yeah, like the, mo- the more totally they sh- on, it
2: wasn't-
1: the more they showed of it, the less interested I was. It. Yeah.
2: All I did was a couple, and then, like I said, like the day, the day one shit, and then like you started what's going on. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm not even gonna waste <laughs>
1: my time, yeah. uh, putting it, wasting space on my Xbox for. Now <laughs> uh, you guys pretty much said everything that I I felt the uh, like the thing with the the them not wanting to do that. I was like it's your fucking job, bitch. Yeah, I think it's so stupid for them to complain about that. I mean, they did quit, so that's that's one thing you can do, but I think that's a, that's a position. Not everybody likes their job, yeah. I mean, but they still do it.
0: I I could get, understand that they they're um, them not wanting to pl- make that game, but I think a lot of it too like leadership to show like no, let's do something different. Let's yeah. let's do this, like but also prove to them like this is what we're doing next yeah. and we're going to do it our way in a, in a great way, you know. And if there's people who are still feel that way, it's like cool. You
1: can yeah. You mentioned something about them having a hands off approach, or like you know, uh, I Microsoft. I don't think that's. A, I mean, it's now obviously, well, yeah, but that doesn't seem like it's a very good idea see, to do.
0: I agree, I agree. But here's here's the thing. When when I was thinking about that, like Microsoft having a hands off approach, like let's say Microsoft didn't have a hands off approach, whoever goes, whether it's Phil Spencer or whoever else goes to the studio, anytime that shit happens, any job, it's like oh shit, management's coming they got to make sure everything looks nice and everyone's happy and like, <laughs> you gotta show you basically you're not showing how everything is you know how everything is it's all kind of like dolled up and like yeah, look, yeah. it looks great yeah. you know i mean a lot of the times maybe they could just feel it you know that like yeah this isn't working yeah. but hopefully this does right. kind of give them more to actually keep eyes on studios and stuff just to see where the progress is what's up joe sorry
2: look, look I was just like like going back to like the studio, like this is their game since 2012. Dishonored, Dishonored 2, Prey, <laughs> the pre the remake, which I didn't think was fuck I fucking like ten minutes in got bored and was like, I don't think it's very good. You're like, there's
0: no praying the, in this.
2: Those fucking Wolfenstein spin-offs, that Wolfenstein Youngblood, wasn't that like a Was that
0: them? Uh oh. I believe so. Well they worked with the other company.
2: I think it was a co-develop. Yeah, it was his co-developed with machine games. Um. they did Youngblood and then uh, Deathloop which I started and I honestly haven't I'll be honest I haven't given enough of a chance but I was already I don't know like I know it's reviewed well but I was from what I played of it was like eh, this is okay but it wasn't like fucking yeah. like making me like, like all of this shit and then Redfall and like I, it's okay but I feel like you know it's not that great <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? like
1: death slip was really good i just never got that far into it
2: i i just wonder like that's the thing about that the red i wonder if it's gonna have the same kind like i don't know enough about it but like the dishonored thing like jesse's saying he got bored with dishonored i totally fucking understand that i got into it just because of the freedom to do things and i was in a kick with games i think around that time were like it wasn't hit managed but like you was definitely different ways you could do these things and the stealth tactics and elements were kind of cool and it just it, it kept me engaged enough to want to get to the end of the story that was kind of just barely there. But like it was also like at times like just like very like drab and just like all right, yeah, this is a fucking terrible place. I get it. Uh and yeah, so like I could totally see them being like, this is fucking boring. And I'm like, yeah, I get you. I feel like they're not the best. Storytellers as well Which You know So
0: That's why I fell off Dishonored I was like fuck this I don't care Not every game Has to have a fantastic story But then you also gotta Kind of get me in it Whether it's goofy Or weird Goofy Well that's the thing too With with this kind of game too If you don't
2: have a If if you don't have solid Like a lot of of, of, uh, Dishonored was just like Okay go do this Yeah But Sometimes you need A little bit of pacing and, And some Like not guidance But just a little bit of pacing To like you know, like I always felt like Kidman does a really good job of setting you up yeah, for what you got to do and then lets you go and be like, okay, you know, go do it. However, you're going to do it. Right. But mm. it gives you that. And I felt like sometimes with Dishonor, there were moments where you're just like, all right, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> now what? And like, if you, you get to it, but it just kills, sometimes it just kills a pacing. I'm like, well, why am I doing this? And sometimes you just do some shit where you're like, why do I got to do this? This doesn't fucking have anything to do with what I was doing. So it's just kind of like, uh, I mean, I mean, like, I don't I mean, I guess I got through it, so I mean, obviously, like, I mean, there must not have been anything else for me to play at the time, so... so. <laughs> but, like, no, I, like, Jesse's, your response to it, like, to be bored after a couple hours, be like, fuck this, totally get it.
0: For me, it's always interesting to hear these type of reports, especially stuff that Jason Schreier puts out, like, finding out stuff behind the scenes, what was going on, kind of opens up a bit more about, like, why things went wrong, you know? And I always Personally I always like Hearing about him Talking about it too You know Yeah Again we're not video game creators And if you're listening to this And being like You're completely wrong It's like Eh well Fuck you Is what Joe would say If
2: you don't think Yeah If you don't think If you think we're wrong Then you can fight Bethel
0: Yeah (laughs) And you will lose We'll we'll fucking kiss (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) But other than that Before we go We missed it last month but I think we're going to continue it right now. Gentlemen, it is time for the Final Fantasy Update. Bethel, where is your progress with your game that you are currently have chosen to play to finish by the end of this year? You have chosen. For anyone who, who doesn't know what's going on, uh, we made a bet last year. That not only do we have a game we have to beat at the end of this year, and I think yours was, was, but not, not the Final Fantasy one, but there was another one. It was Metroid Dread. Okay, you had to beat Metroid Dread, but the major game to beat was a Final Fantasy game. Both Joe and Beth will have to finish and complete a Final Fantasy game by the end of this year. I also added myself into the equation too, Well, but first we'll get to Beto. Beto, where are you currently on Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation 1 and Metroid Dread? Again, just to remind everybody, I don't care if they don't beat that other game. I only care about Final Fantasy. So, Beto, how are you, where Where are you at right now with Final Fantasy VII? I am... Well, you don't have to, again, you don't have to be super detailed. You just, like, how progression-wise. Let's start it. Oh, you just started? Not started. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't started at all.
1: It's yeah, cause I want to play it on my PS3, uh-huh, okay. um, but I can't figure out how to get sound out of it because the uh, uh, monitors that don't have like aux. That's right. And then I, I bought a headset with a USB, thinking that it'll work, but it didn't
0: work. Really?
1: Yeah. So, but it's a cool headset, so I get <laughs> yeah, use it. But yeah, so I'm just kind of. I think I'm just gonna play it on my PS5 since it's on there, and just do that. Even though I don't want to do that, but I guess I'll have to play it on that on my PS5.
0: Yeah, because right now we have six months to go. Yeah, you guys have six months. It's already been already half of the year so far. So, Mm -hmm. (sighs) Metro Dread, we're fine.
1: Metro Dread, I dude, I don't know if I'm gonna get through it. I can't. (laughs) It's, I don't know. I played a good amount of it. It was cool. Yeah. And then I kind of got stuck, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Just those Metroid games, and you guys love them. I, they're just not for me. If I would have grown up playing them, yeah, I would. I think I would have liked them. But for them, those being somewhat new to me, I don't care.
0: You're like, ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-mm. Joe, where are you currently with Final Fantasy XII and Undertale?
2: So I'm probably gonna deploy I'm gonna probably gonna disappoint you in and uh, never even getting up getting into twelve. Uh I'm just gonna be honest with you. However, still playing Undertale. Nice having fun with it. <laughs> I like it. I actually forgot to add that into uh this week's uh my What's up post. yeah, I did play some more
1: Undertale. I like it. We'll continue to play it and I think it yeah. I, w- I wish I got Undertale.
0: I wanted to do that. <laughs> When <laughs> you didn't pull the name out of the hat or the no. right one, you got Metroid Dread. Yeah, yeah. Joe got Undertale. And for me, I mine my game besides Final Fantasy, my game was Lost Judgment, and the game I chose was Final Fantasy 6. So last time I talked about Last Judgment. Lost Judgment. I still haven't. I want to start it over, but I am. I haven't started it. Yeah. But I, I plan to, I, and I also plan to start it over because I think I only got like two, three hours yeah. in originally, and then I got motion sickness because <laughs> that's just how I got. So, but actually, I, I forgot that I had to play that until now. now that I think <laughs> uh, with Final Fantasy VI, I bought it on the on on my Steam Deck, and I played. A good amount, and then I got the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster edition on Switch, and I started over on there, and I'm pretty fucking far. Yeah, so, there you go. <sighs> that's that's where that's where we are currently in our Final Fantasy journey. We are halfway through the year. I mean, you guys can still make it up, Joe. You got six months, Joe. I I'll, I'll give you this, Joe. If you want to change the Final Fantasy game, I will allow it. If you want to change it to something that is maybe easier for you to, to like, access on Xbox, then I'm cool with it.
2: I don't think there are fucking many Final Fantasy
0: games I available. There, on... I think there is. Like Game Pass. I, I think don't think there is. I think, I think there's a lot. Dude, Oh, Game Pass. I don't know about Game Pass. I think Game... I, th- I, I don't have Game Pass anymore. Come Hold on. on. I'll check right now. Okay. I will allow you to change it. I, I don't know. Actually, I'll ask Beto. Beto, are you cool with that? No. I would rather just buy
2: it. <laughs> Perfectly
0: fine. Um, uh, disappointing you. It's, what, Joe? You don't remember the stakes? It was a hundred dollars.
2: I mean, yeah.
0: you got six yeah, months. You don't have no to. Final... You don't have to give up.
2: There's no Final Fantasy games. Is it really not? Yeah, there's not. I've never really seen any on there. Not on Game Pass. I mean, you know, not for nothing, but. You know, say what you will about Microsoft, but they know when 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 not to put a shitty series off
0: <laughs> on their stream. Yeah. They'll lose subscriptions,
2: Jesse's. They will lose subscriptions. They yeah, because it's not like have, you know
0: Redfall. EA's broken, anywhere.
2: fucking. They would rather have EA's broken Battlefield series on Game Pass than sully
0: their subscription service with Final Fantasy. Or as I like to now call it, Final Fat Nasty. <laughs> no, Bethel's is better. What was it, Bethel? Final Fat Titties. There you go. The final what? Fat Titties. <laughs> <laughs> I like Fat Nasty better. So, all right. So, I mean, I'll give you till next, if you want a week to think about it. All right. A- again, it's 100 bucks. That's what we, we, we bet on. And I don't want you to, you're halfway through the year, you can still do it. I don't want you to to have to pay that 100. I really don't want you to have to pay it. I really want you guys to beat the games. I'll give you till next week. I'll give you the next week until you g- to give us your final say. Is that good? Okay. So that is our update on our final fantasy series. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns? You can send it to us at Third Control Podcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at Third Party Control Podcast. Remember, it's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Liberal with and Joe And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. Peace.
1: So, Not, I thought it was going to be Crudes. going to be number one.
0: The Crudes? You guys want to know what the top 10 most. The world's. Uh, ah, do you guys want to know the all time worldwide animated animated films? Back up? Uh, do you guys want to know what the top 10 animated films of all time are?
1: Sure. It's <laughs> the first time I'm hearing that.